Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah and Jay... And Jonah and Jay, our very special guest is Eliza Bozenski, and she is the newly named Chief Development Officer at the Anderson Center, and we brought her in so we can catch up on all the good work that they're doing there. And it's going to be a pleasure. Good morning, Eliza, and welcome once again to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me back. It's our pleasure. So tell everybody who may not know, the few people that may not know, what is the Anderson Center? It's uh, Anderson Center for Autism is a uh, is a wonderful, joyful place. Um, it is a uh, we, we do a, a multitude of things, uh, serving children and adults with autism. We have a children's residential campus in Statsburg, which is right along Route 9 in between Rhinebeck and Hyde Park, where we serve about 138 students between the ages of really 7 through 21. Uh, we have a wonderful school program that runs all year long. We have a residential program on a gorgeous campus where children live, and we fulfill our mission of optimizing the quality of life for people with autism. We also have uh, a over 100 adults who we serve in our adult services program, and those folks live in community residences in our, all of our neighborhoods throughout Ulster, Dutchess, and Orange County, um, counties, I should say. And we run three lifelong learning centers, which is where a lot of those adults go during the day to uh, develop skills and uh, hopefully get prepared for some volunteer opportunities in our communities or maybe some, even some paid work opportunities. We have a consulting business. We have Anderson Center International, which is a fellowship program. Um, what else can I say? We've got a lot know. going on. Where, where, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yes. So where do you want to start? I, I have to say well, what really caught my ear, mm -hmm. um, so to speak, is the going back to the um, the skills, life skills yeah. learning center. Is that at the main campus? Well, it starts in the How main campus because in the, in the children's program, the only thing that really exists on our main campus, which is the one in Statsburg, is our children's residential campus. So we've got over 100 acres right along the Hudson River. And that's right. Right on it's Route beautiful. 9. It's right it's on Route 9. So we've got Route country. 9 on one side. We've got the, the river on the other. It's fully gated, although you really can't see it. So it's very beautiful. Um, and it's a walking sort of village campus. So it, it, it reminds one of a college campus in a lot of right. ways. Very nice. Um, we've got and it's where the Roosevelt's and the Astors built their home. So it's really they, gorgeous. Yeah, they are. The views are the not bad. Yeah, right. The views <laughs> are not bad. Um, and, and so the vocational, the pre-vocational work really starts there in the children's campus. We have some rooms um, dedicated in our school building to that particular skill development. Um, and it really starts where every student is ready to begin. So, Well, you know, Eliza, oh, we probably should get a basic definition out there in case people mm -hmm. don't know. What is autism? Autism is a developmental disability that uh, it, it basically means that it's, uh, something, it's a neurological disorder and it is diagnosed before the age of 21. The phrase that most people know now is that if you've met somebody with autism, you've met one person with autism. So it manifests differently in every person. Uh, everybody that we serve is definitely an individual and has likes and dislikes and passions and things that they're great at and things that they need to work at. But some pretty... Um, universal things that you'll see with people with autism is some challenges with communication. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the people we serve at, at Anderson who tend to be the, the individuals most challenged by autism are completely nonverbal, so they communicate in other ways. 
sometimes it'll be things like uh, an inability to make eye contact. There's a, often a, a struggle with understanding and appropriately responding to social cues. Um, things that really can impact one's quality of life because a lot of the way we humans uh, measure our quality of life is how we interact with other people in our they, communities. They talk of uh, people who have autism are being on the spectrum. What does that yes. mean? That means that there's a continuum, um, and that goes way back uh, to some of the earlier um, research and, and studies being done on autism uh, many, uh, many decades ago. And really what it means is that you can have, uh, you can be diagnosed with autism and be sort of on what some people refer to the higher end of the spectrum, the higher functioning end of the spectrum. Right. Okay. And then there's a, it goes all the way to people who are severely, severely challenged, who often also have comorbidities which means that they have a dual diagnosis. They may have autism and epilepsy. They may have autism and another uh, disability uh, or a physical disability that makes uh, provide or presents a challenge that's that's even more. Uh, so it can difficult. go beyond the neurological. It can. Part it can. You... It, there's there, there's certain things that can that are known to be associated with autism. Epilepsy is definitely one of the main ones. Is that ones. right? Is yeah. that very common? It is. It is. Uh, a lot of the students we serve and adults we serve at Anderson also have seizure disorders, um, which uh, present a challenge. They can be very scary, especially a first time seizure um, for a family. And of course, then you have whenever there's a medical component, um, you can sometimes have somebody who's already struggling with communicating how they're feeling when they maybe have a cold or a sore throat and now going through something as frightening as an emergency room visit or a hospitalization or just the seizure itself and coming out of that and not being able to sort of explain and express how they're feeling. Now you did mention um, in the opening that it, it's diagnosed up until you're 21 so things can can, de can develop as you're like in your teens something can tr be triggered is it triggered not typically or? it's usually diagnosed early on about 18 months to two years of age in the real uh, the developmental de years what I mean what I meant when I said that earlier was that a developmental disorder if you're going to be diagnosed with autism you're going to receive that diagnosis before the age of 21 where the medical profession sort of decides that you're now an adult so it's through the developmental stages but autism itself is typically diagnosed at a very young age again I think uh, most traditionally between 18 months and maybe three years of age, where you would normally see typically developing individual children starting to use verbal language, starting to communicate, make that eye contact, develop those social cues. And, and you when may that's not, not happening, then then you have a clue. It's usually uh, an early warning sign. And gotcha. we are, we're going to find out more about the great work of the Anderson Center from our terrific guest, Eliza Pozenski, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Eliza Bozenski of the Anderson Center. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your regional bank, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Center, safe, affordable, and therapeutic. Minuteman Press, the place to go for printing. Third Eye Associates. Associates, financial planning with you in mind. Norman Staffing, your source for great employees. Patterson Auto Body, we turn bangs into beautiful. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster East Fishkill, Fishkill Goshen, Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, and New City, New York. And we're back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. 
At Patterson Auto Body, they know that a new car has more than 15 onboard computers operating everything from the engine to the radio. So technicians not only need to know about automotive repair, but electronics, physics, and chemistry too. The specialized education needed to become an automotive service technician today is equivalent to several master's degrees. Patterson Auto Body is very proud of their automotive technicians. Experience is a wonderful thing. Call 845-878-3456 for a service appointment today. That's 845-878-3456. Addiction, it can ruin relationships, lead to job insecurity, legal troubles, and health issues. It can also lead to death. 160,000 Americans are dying each year from alcohol or drug-related deaths, but sobriety is possible. Do you or a loved one have an addiction to drugs or alcohol? This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, The Mark Agency. The Mark Agency has a full range of addiction services at no cost to you. It starts with detox and rehab and then offers halfway houses serving men and women and finally long-term sober housing. It's time to get sober. It's time to call the Mark Crisis Center at 471-0310. Get serious about improving your life and kicking that addiction. It's time to stop disappointing yourself and others, and it's time to reach your full life's potential. Call 471-0310 anytime, day or night. This has been your monthly MHA and Mark Agency Mental Health Minute. Remember, there's no health without mental health. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to this segment of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Good morning, Sarah O'Connell. Are you feeling okay? I think you have a little sniffle this morning. Well, it could be, but you know what? I feel so much better because we've once again had a terrific guest who's just bright we, and sunshiny. We are. It's our, our And the good, warmth of her personality is making my cold go our away. Our good friend and, and a uh, regular here in the studios in Fishkill Beacon, um, we're speaking with Eliza Bozinski, and guess what? She has a new gig at the Anderson Center. Let's find out about it. it she has been recently named the Chief development officer and we were going to ask her how did she get involved with this type of work you know what got you interested Eliza in working with the people with autism on the spectrum I could answer this in about 25 minutes but I'm going to give you the very condensed version my background is in social work I've been a teacher I've done a lot of different things but the theme in my career I think has always been working with people uh, specifically probably working with children and families in a lot of different ways. And I found Anderson 11 and a half years ago, and I've had the unbelievable pleasure and opportunity to work there in a multitude of different roles. I've been the clinical director, which is now behavioral services. I helped. I came in right when we were transitioning from Anderson School to Anderson Center for Autism. Mm-hmm. And I'm just one of those people who, thankfully, I keep my eyes open, I keep my ears open, and I work hard at everything I try. And so I've really enjoyed a lot of opportunities opportunities to grow and do different things. Six and a half years ago, I uh, got the opportunity to get involved with the development department. Right. Um, I, I will plug the degree in social work because it really does prepare you for any number of things. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I am overseeing the development department, the admissions department, uh, the Medicaid service coordination department, and uh, I've been running the foundation for many years now and you're also uh, the radio voice the, of Anderson you Center. Are. officer now She's and the yes and I face. host and 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 the only reason I get to do that I host a, a great show called one in 68 on many of these stations and many of these stations and uh, and I love that I get to work with Jay who's right here again this ladies morning. And gentlemen Jay Verzi the <laughs> wizard of the buttons <laughs> and um, that show is dedicated to all things related to autism and it's been a great way to honor our sponsors to highlight our staff to talk with our families and to interview people doing really creative things around autism 
The only reason I get to do that is because it was my idea. Ah, well, so you've grown with the Anderson Center. I have. As we have all in the Hudson Valley watched that, um, this wonderful effort, I call it's a calling for many, um, expand successfully and, and really be a touchstone and a place where families and individuals who need that type of support can go. So let's get the contact information out there, Miss Chief Development Office. <laughs> Um, sure. The website is the best way to, to learn more about us, and that's andersoncenterforautism.org, andersoncenterforautism.org. And that's where you can learn about uh, all of our services, our admissions process, um, our consulting practice, our international program, really anything that I'm mentioning today you can find on the website along with some beautiful pictures. You can also like Anderson on Facebook, which is a way that you'll get updates daily, at least, at least daily, um, with some great pictures of our students and adults and all the cool things that they're doing throughout their day. And it's you all also do other things in the community. Like you do have something coming up, don't you? We do, we do. Uh, we have some great events for Anderson and, and most of them are fundraisers and awareness raisers. Uh, we enjoy a lot of third-party fundraisers from our families. But the, the ones coming up that I'd like to highlight are uh, the first one coming up is Friday, April 6th. We will be having uh, the Mr. Anderson launch party at Millhouse Brewing Company in Poughkeepsie and we love the guys at Millhouse so shout out to Millhouse uh, every year for the last several years they have done something great for us which is to brew a beer a special beer called Mr. Anderson Ale it was initially brewed with our founder's grandson a man named Vance Gage who is uh, always comes into town from DC where he lives to to, uh, to drink the beer to drink the beer that he himself <laughs> my brewed kind years of guy. ago he's my um, kind of guy he's, he's doing his grandfather proud I think and, um, and Vance is also on our board and so throughout the month of April which is Autism Awareness Month, every pint of Mr. Anderson that is sold at Millhouse, uh, for every pint, a dollar comes to Anderson's Foundation. Oh, that's so, great. And it tastes good. It's a delicious session ale. It's brewed in the Scottish heritage because that is the background of our founder's family. And we would encourage the public to come out to this great event. It's a couple hours. I think it starts around 5 o'clock, 5.30 on April 6th. And it is uh, $30 for Anderson's staff, who are 900 of the most amazing people in the world, and then $40 for community members. And we'd love and for you to come out and support location the event. Again. Millhouse Brewing Company in Poughkeepsie. Do you right need on. to call or make a resi? You, you can. We would love for you to, to RSVP so we get a sense of how many people are coming. There will be food provided. But if you want to stop by that night, please feel free. Okay. We'll certainly let you in. So make reservations and you go where to your website? To the website. Anderson, and, Anderson. and the and walk-ins are welcome. And you go to what website, Eliza? AndersonCenterForAutism.org. And I understand Perfect. that uh, after you've had a couple of pints of beer, and the effect wears off. You can go out golfing on one of your events. We can. <laughs> on June 21st at the Links at Unionvale, we're going to be holding our uh, our annual golf classic. It's a wonderful event. Um, we have a lot of our students and adults uh, with autism who participate in the event. They may be caddying. They may be working some holes and teaching you a little something about autism that you didn't already know. We have the Anderson food truck that's usually there with folks giving out waters and maybe selling some, some items. And uh, we'd love for you to come out and participate in that event as well. We broke records last year and we're hoping to break 
break more this year. And, and that's you? at the links. Yes. Wow. That's right. a hard yeah. course. It is a hard course. Uh, it's a beautiful course, and we got some really great feedback because last year was the first year we did it there, and, and people well, loved it. Well, good for it. you. So you're returning. So yes. it must have been successful. It and was. then every year you always have your annual gala. Our annual gala this year on Saturday, November 3rd at the Grandview in Poughkeepsie, and we love it there, and our guests love it there, and that's a wonderful night of uh, of silent auctions and dinner and, and music and good times all in support of Anderson Foundation for Autism. That's wonderful. Now, um, for folks at home who may be concerned that, you know, that, that there's some developmental issues with their children, is there a, a typical uh, clue to the fact that the child may be on the autism spectrum or is it something that must be diagnosed by a physician? Um, you're always going to want to, my, my recommendation is that if, if you're that child's parent right, and you typically are going to know your child the best. So if you think something might be amiss, mm -hmm. I would always recommend that you make an appointment with your pediatrician and right. start there. Uh, doctors are every day getting more training and more awareness and understanding of autism and what to look for. There are checklists, there are questions that the doctor will ask or things that they might look for. But I always say go with your gut. If you think something's a little off, even though it can be scary, I always recommend that you go early and go when you think it's the right time. Um, early intervention has been proven to be very effective, even for children on the spectrum. So the earlier you can go in and get, if you think, if you might get a diagnosis, it can be, again, very overwhelming. But there are services out there and available for your young child. And, and early intervention is one of those things that has really shown a lot of uh, impact for And for one children. more time before we go to the break, let's get the website out there, Eliza. That's Anderson Center for Autism. And that's great advice, and we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these messages. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 752 
Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. And here we are back with the third and final segment of this edition of Radio Rotary. Good morning, Jonah. Good morning. I like to think of it as the third and best segment. Well, we all get better with age. A so little aging. Me. Little <laughs> aging. I have a lot of aging. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I am. I'm older than <laughs> but dirt. We, we are going to um, bring our good friend Eliza Bozinski with the Anderson Center back in. We love having her on the show because she's a real pro. Oh, yeah. She she is not only the chief development officer now at Anderson. She's been there for many years and has really grown as that organization has grown and done more community outreach and expanded their facility and their footprint all over the counties. Right. Um, so we welcome Eliza back. And I, oh, I did want to say she also yes. hosts a radio show. I know. So don't get too comfortable. That's why with she this. sounds so good on radio. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I was going to tell she you. She hosts this show. Don't get too comfortable, Jonah. She's on this. She's on. Well, she has to be a Rotarian if she wants to take over for me, and I'm more hey, than happy. To I have could her do arrange that. that. <laughs> she hosts a program that's heard on many of these stations, and Eliza, it's called One in One in Sixty Eight, which is the current statistic in the United States of how many children are diagnosed on the autism spectrum every year. So we have a child who's diagnosed on the spectrum, yes. and the parents want to come to Anderson Center and see how you guys can, your dedicated staff, your loving staff can help the child. What's a, a day like for, for a young person at the Anderson Center? I think it's a great day. Um, when you come on our campus, the first thing people usually say is that it's joyful um, and it feels very alive and, and uh, full of energy, and it really does. Uh, the we, we have a... 24-hour, 365, seven-day-a-week campus. So we never close. So for the children who live on our campus, which is the majority of our students, they wake up in the morning in their residence. They'll go through some hygiene routine. What we find with children that we serve is that routine is very important. And so a lot of the day will feel very, I wouldn't say monotonous, but very routined with some interesting differences mixed in. There's a certain comfort in the routine. There is definitely comfort in the routine, and it helps with learning. So if you're learning something like brushing your teeth mm-hmm. and you're severely challenged by autism, what you might see in a residence in the bathroom might be a series of steps that are broken down into pictures with words next to them yeah. that break down the act of brushing one's teeth into sometimes maybe even 10 separate steps, which many of us take for granted. For us, it's like one thing that we have to do. Right. But for our students, a lot of times they really, in order to teach them more independence, they're going to break that down into steps that are more easy for them to learn and master. And then they sort of put them all together. And that is how they might learn one particular skill. So they'll go through their hygiene routine. They'll get ready. They'll have breakfast uh, in the residence, which is brought over by our our, uh, cafeteria staff, our, our food services staff. They eat family style. Then they'll walk to school, which is beautiful. No matter what the weather, we have lovely walk walking paths and they'll walk into the school building. They will go to their classrooms. There's six students in every classroom, uh, a head teacher who's a master's level professional, as well as a series of teacher aides, depending on the needs of
of the classroom. So there's a lot of individualized attention. A tremendous amount right. of individualized attention. They will uh, participate in their academic work in the classroom. They'll also have gym. They'll have music. They'll have art. So it's um, a full curriculum. Completely full curriculum. We have some push-in services and pull-out services, things like OT, speech, and and maybe even physical therapy for students. So who some might of need that it. that extra support that's individualized. Exactly, depending the- on what each student needs. Exactly. So there'll be some group work. There'll be some individual work. The kids go to the cafeteria for lunch, which is a really social opportunity, and they socialize with each other. They eat with their staff, but they eat cafeteria style. And so the food services staff, who's on the other side of that that room, knows right. each student personally. They They know what they like. They know their favorite foods. They know their special diets if they have them. So there's a lot of social interaction that happens there. Then they'll go back to class for the rest of their day. And around 2.20, they finish their school day. They walk with their staff back to their residences for a little downtime. we got to chill out a little bit after after school, have a little snack, maybe do some tabletop activities. And then our after-school activities begin. And that is where a lot of fun happens. We have amazing staff who volunteer their time to stay late and to do the these uh, great after-school activities, whether it's uh, fishing with some of our maintenance crew guys on our wow. ponds, Terrific. or it might be going out into the community to do a series, you know, any number of, of things, maybe some shopping, maybe a movie, something like that. And uh, and then a number of other opportunities uh, of after-school activities on our campus. And then they come back to the residence. They'll have dinner, again, family-style, around a big dining room table. They'll do some evening recreation, uh, and then they'll start their bedtime routine and start it all again sounds wonderful so for our listeners that have just joined us we're discussing the anderson center with eliza bozinski and again get the contact information out sure best ways to reach us are uh on our website andersoncenterforautism.org and also like us on facebook uh you can find anderson center for autism right there and we are posting all the time really great pictures and interesting information about autism and about anderson now eliza you have a, a very warm supporter and loving milieu there at the school. But at some point, these kids are going to age out from being able to the Anderson Center. Uh, What do you do to prepare them for life in the adult world without someone who's unscrupulous taking advantage of them? That's a great question. It's a hard time right now in New York State and I think throughout the country when it comes to children in programs like Anderson's residential programs and at age 21 is when they graduate from our program. Right. Anderson does run a large number of adult group homes throughout uh, three counties in the area, Orange, Duchess, and Ulster. However, we are not able, and, and really no one who's offering these services is able to develop those houses at the same rate as we are graduating students. Wow. And so the what we're doing throughout the school experience is we're we're, we're teaching uh, skills. We're, we're leading towards independence as much as possible. But again, we serve children who many times are going to continue to need a very high level of care and support as adults and probably mm-hmm. for the rest of their lifetime. So the other thing that we're doing is we're at Anderson is that we're being very, very communicative with their families about what their options are, when to start going through the various processes within New York State that they need to in order to do things like obtain guardianship over their child, which kind of goes to your question about making sure that they're well cared for and that they're safe um, and they have somebody who cares about them making the decisions if they cannot make them themselves. And again, we are able to serve a certain number of our graduating students, but we are not able to, to develop at the rate to serve everybody. So we're encouraging families to understand their rights and their options. And right now, that's probably the most important work that we're doing is making sure that our families are educated about what they need to do to help secure a safe and appropriate adult placement for their child. And Eliza Bozinski, uh, 
Invite everyone again to your social events that are coming up in the minute we have left. Absolutely. April 6th, come out to Millhouse Brewing Company in Poughkeepsie for the Mr. Anderson launch party. That's Friday, April 6th. In the uh, Right after work, you can come out and have a great time. And then on June 21st at the Links in Unionvale, we're having our annual golf classic. You can register at andersoncenterforautism.org for that event. And then on November 3rd, our annual gala at the Poughkeepsie, uh, the Grandview in Poughkeepsie. And it's a great night, a Saturday night out, and you're raising money for an excellent cause. Liza Buzinski, thank you so much for everything you do for those with autism, and thank you for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you for having me. And Sarah, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by the featured Rotary clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffren, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, and by our wonderful sponsors, and we want to welcome our new sponsors, but thank you to our all of them. Salisbury Bank and Trust, your regional bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Center, safe, affordable, and therapeutic. Minuteman Press, the place to go for printing. Third Eye Associates, financial planning with you in mind. Norman Staffing, your source for great employees. And Patterson Auto Body, we turn bangs into beautiful. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org.